0: Welcome, one and all, to Umami Manga. I'm Petter, and this is James. Hi. And today we're talking about volumes 11 and 12 of Vinland Saga. That's book six, if you're like us and reading the English physical books.
1: How I've struggled to get you in my hands, book six. Uh. <laughs> you're <know>, finally here.
0: <laughs> finally. Two of you, actually. Oh, yeah, you got two, accidentally.
1: <laughs> yeah. Whoops.
0: Uh. <laughs> but uh, this book, I will s- just kind of generally, I'll say first off, uh, I I love how much went down and kind of just how much suspense it gave us on yeah like from so many different characters' perspectives as well. Um, was just a lot of fun and just super exciting to me.
1: Absolutely, and you know, it's kind of the tale of two halves, where the first one kind of deals more with the Knut side of things mm. and you know his his struggle, and then the second. Second half goes back to Kettle's farm. I, I wouldn't say it's just all Thorfinn because it's really not oh, mostly yeah. Thorfinn. It's probably mostly um, Arnheid and how yeah. uh, she goes through her uh, backstory and 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 whatnot. So it, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I really like the the new characters and the current characters that get more depth.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, it's
1: Just a lot lot happens and it ends um, in on kind of a precarious note like it, there's looming doom on the horizon yeah. that the people on the farm on the Kito farm don't know like they're not aware of
0: right yeah uh, and they've already had like a bunch of drama there but there's even yeah. more to come and <laughs> right. they don't know it yeah yeah it, it's just yeah it, as I said yeah exciting it's so so exciting now um,
1: mm-hmm. probably
0: uh, the book that has left me the most excited by the end so far in the series
1: Ooh, I think uh, I agree yeah yeah
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, then let's get into the characters, starting with Thorfinn. And actually, real quick, before we get into, I guess, the co- actual contents of his story in this uh, part, or well, in these two volumes, the the summary at the start of this book uh, gave us a hard confirmation finally that he was six when his dad died, which we mm. we had assumed that like that, that was that had mm-hmm. basically been our standing assumption. Uh, right. But to know for a fact that that's what that that's what his age was. Uh it's good it's good to know. So uh so that was in one thousand and two that he was six years old. So that means that now in ten eighteen he is twenty-two years old. So just good nice. to know, I guess, the main character's age mm-hmm. right now. But yeah, he and are finished clearing out the forest uh at yeah. the very start of this. And got a, it was, got a little
1: time skip. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had talked about like it would probably need to get up to this year. Before he would meet Knut again, so so yeah, that made made sense. Uh, But it was so good to see Thorfinn smile like that, you know, with with Aenar. Like that was oh my god, just so wholesome, so happy. Made me Mm -hmm. so yeah, made me happy to see that. And also on that, during the the dinner they had at Sverkel's house, uh, when when uh, they were laughing and seeing. Thorfinn, like that, like trying to keep himself from laughing, and it was just like such a cute moment. I really like that as well
1: yeah, oh that that part is so great, oh my <laughs> gosh, just everything about it, yeah, um, but yeah, you know you kind of get this just happy, harmonious moment that Thorfinn really hasn't had in a long time yeah. since he was a very a young child, mm-hmm. um, and now that he's kind of finally accepted and um feels like he, he's uh, growing as a person he can finally uh enjoy life a little bit and I, i'm glad to see him just kind of cracking up you know
2: yeah
1: <laughs> it was so, little joys
0: so sweet
1: <laughs> but at the same time he's also thinking about uh some of his ideals and what what he wants um in his own life uh, i guess what he wants for the world yeah and part of that is ending warfare and slavery. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense for what he's experienced in his past um you know and how he kind of views humanity and um life in general.
0: For sure. Yeah, and and this was kind of what I was was what I was kind of wondering about last time when we talked about the previous book when he or well I I asked kind of how he's like in in what way he's going to be a true warrior. And it mm-hmm. seems like this is his plan, kind of. This is how he's going to go about it. Because for him, it's not just, it's not just about leading a peaceful life. Like that in and of itself is not enough. He wants right. to atone for his past actions by yes. kind of actively making the world a better place. Like he needs to make up for his sins, and then some.
1: Right, and and not only that, but he kind of puts it in a way where make up for the destruction with life and creation. Yeah, I right. I, I like yeah, I really like that aspect um and and think that's a, a wonderful way to or a wonderful way of going about atoning for your mistakes yeah um instead of living in regret and you know kind of passively you live uh, proactively in a way that benefits uh the world's or i guess um creates a life versus mm. takes away for sure and it, and I guess he, he leads it up with building a tiny village. So we kind of have a goal now that he wants to build a village where they can live in peace.
0: Precisely. Yeah. And, and obviously Vinland came back into the discussions through that. Right. But it reminded me of Knut's vision of creating paradise on Earth. Obviously, they come from different mm-hmm. kind of angles, but at, I, I still feel like it's, it's, a sim, it's similar in, in, in several ways. And how they want to create this? Well, yeah, absolutely. It, like, yeah, their their idyllic world themselves.
1: As I've said before, I think a, th- a theme that has kind of been from the very beginning is finding mm-hmm. paradise or creating a paradise, yearning yeah. for that. And um, I think it, it it definitely makes sense thematically that Thorfinn would reach a point um, where he remembers Vinland, mm-hmm. and then um, seeks out after that paradise.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so that that's going to be exciting to see how he's going to go about all of that further down mm-hmm. down the line. Obviously, he's not quite yeah. r- ready for it yet. But, or, you know, he's, he's mean, a slave. He, but. These are
1: kind of the f- first steps, if you will. At first, it's mm-hmm. recognizing what the goal is or setting a goal.
0: Exactly. Of. Yeah. And I, I love that. You know, he's back and, you know, he's motivated and he has. Yeah, he, he said he gave himself this goal in this in this book. And yeah, it's it's awesome to have that. Especially after the previous book, which you know, throughout most of that he was mostly pretty ambitionless. Right. Um, but speaking of similarities with Knut, uh there was another another one that I noticed where kind of both of them are well, they're they're haunted by the dead. Although in different ways. Yep. But I thought that was interesting. Obviously with Knut having his his father's head and mm-hmm. and we knew from the previous book that Thorfinn has these nightmares where, although everyone that he's killed are are talking to him, and uh, plus there was Askeladd who appeared in this book as well, but that that was also kind of a different thing.
1: Oh, that that was the one I was thinking. Mm mm-hmm. And I guess maybe being haunted is not quite the right word. Although mm. I do agree that uh, Thorfinn is very much haunted by those that he killed.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, With them. Yeah.
1: I think it's it's more so that their inner monologues and their thought processes are portrayed by individuals from their past. Their, their uh, father figure. I, I know I know Thorfinn <laughs> has, has an actual good father, but yeah. they're, they're other father figures, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, And Sven is, Sven is definitely Canute's um, kind of father figure I in a should, way.
0: I, well, I, if I can just... Uh, get in a, a quick point actually that, that 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 made me think about is that what's funny is that with both of these quote-unquote father figures it's their bad father figure that they're seeing uh-huh. both of them had a better one both of them did them you're did. right <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. uh
0: so yeah let's not forget about ragnar
1: <laughs> right right no no you're right i i guess it's I guess maybe I took a little too far with bringing up the the father uh, the father no no but it's it, 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 it's
0: good I think it's still it's still you know it, it is a similarity
1: but I think more so it is similar is that their th- inner thoughts are being personified by mm. this person from their past right um and I guess the kind of like one of the last things that those persons told them for Asgard, it was the true warrior and what Thorfinn, is realizing, at least for him, what that means, and then for Canute, it was the curse of the crown, and Mm -hmm. that seems to weigh kind of heavy on his mind.
2: Yeah.
0: Definitely. I thought it was interesting to learn that Thorfinn has taken an interest in in Christianity now. Um, And, like... Yeah. It's nice in the way that, well, at least I I think it's nice in the way that it it shows that he he has an open mind and he, he wants to well, I think he he wants to be able to understand different perspectives. Mm-mm. At least that that that's that was my idea as to why he seems to have this interest in it. Um, because he well he seems to be working on himself on him on bettering himself right now. Right. And uh, in, in this part of his life, so that, that 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 that's why I guess I had that idea for the reason why he was so curious about the Bible.
1: I think it also helps that the passage snake was reading at the time. Mm. I think it resonates strongly with Thorfinn's current mentality. That's true. You know, we don't. You don't have any enemies. You know, you, or not just that, but love your neighbor, love your neighbor, love your enemy just as much as you would love the people who love you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I think that kind of teaching is something that Thorfinn would um, want to apply to his own life, or is trying to. Now, I'm not saying he's going to become, he'll get baptized, become a Christian, or right? anything mm. like that.
2: Because I, mean, um, I think, it,
1: <laughs> well, I guess who knows? And Christianity was very popular at the time. Yeah, it's, and you it's know, growing. Yeah. So I, I guess you're right. That that could be where they go. Uh, but Yukimura does mention that, at least in one of his, it was either one of the Q&As in one of these books or in mm-hmm. one of the, like, just passage like, a forward or a uh, just a note that he put down. He said that Thorfinn was agnostic or, you know, just, didn't have any religious beliefs. So I don't know if he was talking about the historical Thorfinn mm. or if he was talking about the character that he's creating currently.
0: Right. That's um, right. Yeah. Cause there are, so I don't know. there are a lot of similarities, but there are also a lot of, or, or at least a couple of differences comparing. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, I, I actually don't remember that. Um, uh, so I, I can't comment on it, but, but yeah, that, that, that is interesting. Uh, but in general it seems like he's interested in in Christianity as a whole and not not necessarily just this passage that we saw here because based on on uh, comment it seemed like it was it, this wasn't the first time that he was listening uh to the bible that's true uh, mm-hmm. passages that's so. true although although obviously that that passage that, that we did see obviously is very tied to the stories and like the themes of the story mm-hmm. yeah good point but um well, something that made me really happy—it's—it was a small thing. Uh, it was how Thorfinn recalled Hordelands uh, <laughs> somewhere not here monologue from chapter two, right? And let's go. <laughs> it was just kind of there and then She's gone. She's
1: back, ba- <laughs> barely.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I'm so so stuck up on on Hordaland. So I forgot
1: her name. Uh, while um, I was rereading it, like I remember when it was. I remember a. I was like, oh yeah, that's Hordaland when I first read it, but then rereading, I couldn't remember the life of me. So I, I looked mm-hmm. up because I didn't want to see spoilers in case she pops in the mung again. So I typed in Vinland Saga anime Thorfinn, and I, I, I was trying to find <laughs> that scene where he's talking to Hordaland, mm-hmm. and so I finally saw Hordaland in the anime, and she looks a lot different. Than oh really? I
0: I, I don't I remember. Feel, I
1: feel like I see then almost like, uh, you know, someone in their twenties versus someone who is supposed to be the same age as Thorfinn. Huh. Um, that was kind of weird. I see. Uh, <laughs> well, so the, and so I thought, oh, maybe maybe that's why <laughs> Petter better likes her because of the anime. But if you don't even remember what she uh. looks like in the anime, <laughs> right.
0: yeah, no, I like, yeah, very vaguely, or yeah.
1: <laughs> also, there's a there's some shots of Thorfinn that look kind of weird in the anime, like oh well, you're the one who's seen the anime.
0: Yeah, well, okay, yes. <laughs> but I, I, as I said, I remember it really vaguely. Yeah. Like, strangely it's, vaguely. <laughs> it's weird. The character
1: design is not definitely not one for one. In some shots, it actually looks good. In other shots, it's kind of like, what? Yeah, it's, it's a mixed
0: really bag. Bad. I think it's, yeah. And, mm, yeah, and, and, like, I think something I remember pretty strongly that I didn't like was... The occasional use of, of 3D animation, which just mm. kind of really clashed with the 2D and it didn't, it, didn't, it didn't meld well at all.
1: Well, with this uh, Crunchyroll Funimation merger, I, I, I assume Finland Saga might be on Crunchyroll now, so I'm going to... I
0: don't think I it was see. on either of those platforms before. I think. Are you sure? I, yeah, or, well, I'm quite sure. I think it was on or is on Amazon Prime. I think yeah. that's the only place it's streamable, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. I think that's the case, though. It's, yeah, it's not easy easy to get by if you don't have that.
1: Dang. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, that was just something that I, that I noticed because I was thinking about that scene, and then I looked mm. looked it up. Um, but, you know, maybe there is hope for Hordaland re- returning. Um, <laughs> I hope
0: so, actually. I mean, I... I don't actually... Well, I'm going to say I don't think so, but I hope so. <laughs> uh, It's going to be my statement on that, I guess.
1: It does seem kind of odd that he would bring it up, you mm. know, or that uh, Yukimura would take the time to bring up that specific
0: well scene. I could see it being just because of her monologue back then, which in and of itself was really profound. And I think her monologue from back then is the reason why I remember her so fondly and why I like her so much. Um, but it's because I think... In the moment when he remembered her obviously it 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 was very much about that like uh his conversation with Einar and and that in the scene in this book reminded him of of her of of his meeting with her because she was talking about the same things and and the two of them kind of shared a very similar dream and i guess with that in mind Mm -hmm. it would be really cool to bring her back into the story just because of that shared dream but i don't know it's well, they are in Denmark now, and that's where he met her. So I guess right, yeah, exactly. I guess it wouldn't be out of the question completely.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, I would be happy if it happened, but I'm not gonna keep my hopes up. I suppose. Fair so. enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but uh, yeah.
1: By the way, you're you're exactly right. It, it is on Amazon Prime, and I ah. have Amazon Prime, so it's like why oh, have I watched this. <laughs> I thought it was on Funimation.
0: Nah. <laughs> uh, well then. Well. Then you can watch. I'll it. have
1: to fix that pretty soon. <laughs>
0: I should rewatch it. I really should. Uh especially before season two. Although season two, I don't I don't think it has a release date. It's probably not gonna come out until next year at this point. I eh? or, or that I mean makes I sense. don't know. I used Sorry, to my think, voice
1: is really cracky right now.
0: Oh don't worry about it. Uh I used to think it would come out this year, but it still doesn't seem like it's that close, so I'm probably gonna expect next year.
2: Fair um, enough.
0: But Mapa is taking you know, over from Wit with this one as well as Attack on Titan, so I don't think we mentioned that on the podcast before. Uh, hmm. But that that was a, just a fun little thing I thought. Uh, at least that's a rumor.
1: I, I Has that been confirmed? I don't. I don't remember.
0: I I guess I don't know for sure either. But I think it's it's it seemed pretty certain at least from right. what I I,
1: I agree. Saw. Uh,
0: but anyway, um, yeah.
1: <laughs> if it is MAPPA, then it will be. I I feel like they tend to get a character designer who goes very similar to the mm. source material. Right. So, I mean, I I haven't seen Wit's take, so I need to, I need to go watch it all the way to see how I feel. Mm. Um. But, you know, I really admire Yukimuta's art design. Um. So I think having that, having it be as close to that as possible, um, right, is probably ideal.
0: For sure. Just yeah. me. No, no, I, I totally agree, and I, 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 I definitely trust in Mappa to, to do to do it well. If if it ends up being them to to do the second season, uh, I mean at least I personally was a great was a big fan of, of their their job on Attack on Titan when they took that over from Wit. So hmm. you know, I I, I'm, I I think it'll be good. <laughs> although speaking of Yukimura's like character designs, mm-hmm. I love them. Oh, you're right. But, although. I have two. I, 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 I have two little, little nitpicks about okay. the way he does. I feel his. like
1: I know where you're going, but
0: one of them is the ears that are often very big. <laughs> I feel. I, I feel like they are.
1: That that one. That one. I. I didn't see coming. Okay. <laughs> I, I. I guess. I guess so. It's.
0: It. I like. You don't. I guess you don't. Or, it, it took me a little while to kind of before I started noticing it, but once I did, I. I started seeing it like pretty much all over. <laughs> like just these massive ears. Um But I mean maybe I'm exaggerating them a bit, but but I feel like they're bigger than most other uh artists. Anyway, um that that's one of the things. And the other is that I feel like his like he he draws the faces beautifully, but I feel like he kind of has a set amount of faces that he draws. Yep they're that, that kind That's of very exactly similar to each say. other right right um so i guess you know while i i, so there I is love that, his yeah. art style yeah there is that thing yeah
1: <laughs> you're right and uh, and i feel like it's especially for the women yeah um there sometimes there's confusion on who i'm looking at exactly mm. um and so yeah there is a a a Yukimura face. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're right. I mean, which is fair. I think I think Isayama has that to a degree as well. For example, with the, mm-hmm. at Attack on Titan, he had like a set amount of faces, kind of that. Oh, okay. Oima
1: definitely has that. She yes. has. You're right. I mean, she's able to have different faces, but there, you could distinctly tell, okay, that's her face. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, well, you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, totally. Her, and her type of face. I guess,
0: yeah, and and series. Honestly, I feel like probably most uh, artists have that. I think. I think True. um uh Arakawa does as well to to some extent.
1: Oh yeah. You know. <laughs> Absolutely. She she has a certain look that she will reuse. Yes. Um But <laughs> so... Yeah, and a lot of a lot of manga artists have something similar. But it but it varies, you know. Mm. So sometimes they it is it, it it's not just a style, but it's just how they share similar facial features and so it's, it's hard to mm. Differentiate between the characters. For example, I this last example I'll bring up. Yeah. I don't remember who the author is, um, but have you ever read or seen Claymore?
0: I I haven't. I've only looked into it, but I haven't I haven't seen or read it.
1: So I started reading some chapters, and I'm not a huge fan of his style or mm. their style, mm. and I think they run into the situation where a lot of the main characters. The, the sword used the claymores they have they're all women and they have very similar faces oh. and it's only the haircuts that, that help <laughs> you de- determine who they are okay yeah some of the times so it, right. it, that one I'm kinda like it kind of gets them gets in my nerves a bit uh-huh. um so it, i don't think it's that bad um and not to say claymore is bad it's just that kind of uh, puts me off and it's not not great in my opinion, but I think mm. Yukimura does have that kind of fair criticism where yeah. he does have similar faces.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. So <laughs> long story short. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no, but I I I think I think we can agree there. Yeah. <laughs> um that said, obviously he he draws he, the, the faces that he draws, he draws them beautifully. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh absolutely. I think yeah. Definitely one of my favorite artists. Mm-hmm. Good.
0: For sure, for sure. Um, anyway back on Thorfinn maybe there's just a little bit left um i well i I have one thing left at least um it's Thorfinn's fight with snake I just thought was mm-hmm. just really cool uh yeah. and how it really showed how much Thorfinn is starting to resemble his father now from the dilemma that he had before the fight began and to the well the unarmed fighting style uh that he that he fought with uh and it was also cool to see how the stance kind of hints of the well his weapon of choice from back in the day right and all of that just just fun to see how he, he well he has hints of his father but he also has hints of his previous life i guess
1: yeah i I remember we were talking last time about would he ever actually fight again mm. um and, and maybe that was more in book four i'm not sure but uh this definitely answers that question that he's decided to take a similar uh take or a, a route that uh, of his father in that you know he will he will fight to protect people um yeah to protect the peace and uh i i, I think that's totally fair and mm-hmm. probably a necessary action in, in certain terms yeah um so yeah, I'm. I'm glad we got to this point, and I'm excited to see where his resolve goes from here.
0: Totally. Then let's move on to Arnheid next. We learn in this book that she's Swedish. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> finally, we know. Uh, finally, we know that we have some Swedish characters in the story. Um. Obviously, she's been in the story since book four, or since the end of book four. But now we know that mm-hmm. we have some Swedish characters, so for me that's fun. Uh, also, uh, the settlement, well, we didn't necessarily get the name of the settlement that she was from. Well, she, well where she and Garda was from, but she did mention when she lied to him about where their son was.-hmm she mentioned his, his brother. Uh, yeah, yeah. Was it with his brother or with his cousin? I can't remember. Um, his brother probably. Something would, like that. Uh, too, yeah. But anyway, uh, right. That 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 their son was with him, and that that was back in Birka, which I don't know if that's supposed to be also the same s- town where they were from, or if that was a different nearby city or village. Um, however, I thought it was really cool that they mentioned Birka because Birka is or was, or well, to my knowledge, it's it's one of the most famous places. Like that was kind of active during the viking age and it was a well it was basically a trading center uh kind of mm. handling goods from all over scandinavia and also like many parts of europe i'm pretty sure um so like it was a a pretty a pretty like well-known kind of international place in sweden uh and, and actually the area where it was located is basically the general area where I was born, um, where I kind of, well, I lived the first five years of my life in that area of Sweden before I moved down to the south, kind of, uh, Mm. or my family. Uh, But that, plus, that's also the general area where Stockholm is located today. Uh, Okay. So that's kind of where Birka was. Uh, So yeah, I I just thought thought it was cool that they brought that up, because Birka is like, something that any Swedish kid learns about in school. Cause it, it's <laughs> just such a, it, it, during the Viking age, it was like the center kind of of uh, trade and stuff like that in Scandinavia. Awesome. Yep.
1: So yeah, it's cool that kind of have a under, understanding of her, of her backstory and, and how it connects to Sweden and everything. That's really cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And BS, yes, as you said, yeah, her backstory, get, getting that
1: in this uh, book was just so good. Like, so quick question though. Mm-hmm? She says that she was in a settlement in Sweden but mm. she what w- did they speak the same language? Like
0: yeah, I I think all of all of Scandinavia like Sweden, Norway, Denmark, Iceland, I think we had well, I'm sure there were dialects that differed uh you know mm-hmm. in different regions, but overall I think it was the same language. It was what is gotcha. known today as Old Norse. Um, gotcha. gotcha. So in the, in that entire area, in this entire area, uh, it, it was basically the same language. And, you know, st- still today, I think, you know, our, our languages are still similar.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and, you know, I, I can have a conversation with a Nor- Norwegian person, for example, and we will be able to speak our own languages while mm. still, for the most part, understanding each other. Um and so obviously, back then, like a thousand years ago, it was even more similar than it is now.
1: What about a Danish person
0: uh <laughs> Danish people
1: <laughs> they have
0: a special thing where <laughs> when they speak it sounds well there's this stereotype this 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 kind of it's almost become like a meme thing I think where people uh-huh. say that Danish people sound as if though they have a potato stuck in their throat. <laughs> Uh, and it's kind of true. <laughs> <laughs> so they are harder to understand, uh... even, though, even though technically the language is not any... Uh, well, okay. Real quick. Or I'm going to try to make, make it quick. Sure. Norwegian and Danish are really similar in terms of grammar and the written language. Okay. Meanwhile, Norwegian and Swedish are really similar in the way we pronounce our words. Okay. But basically, where the biggest change has happened since the old days is that Danish, the Danish way of pronouncing their, their language has changed, well, more than the other uh, Scandinavian languages, it's probably because they've been influenced by Germany, which is right below them. And mm. so they yeah, so their way to pronounce has, has changed in a way that has made it a little more difficult for the rest of us to understand them uh, in that way. Meanwhile, Swedish. The Swedish language has changed the most in terms of kind of our grammar and and our text kind of has changed more because we have. Well, I think I talked at some point about our, the, the three extra le- letters that we have after the alphabet, mm-hmm. like after Z or after Z comes A with a circle, A with two dots, and A with or and, and O with two dots. In, in Swedish, however, in both Danish and Norwegian, those three letters are well. The A with the circle is the same, but the A with two dots is instead kind of a letter that looks like both an E and an A at the same time, (laughs) Uh, and the Swedish O with two dots is instead an O with a diagonal line going through it. So, like, Swedish has changed more kind of in in our letters, because we have, like, our own letters kind of, plus I think our grammar is, is more unique compared to the other two, At least just Mm. just looking at at these three kind of mainland Scandinavian uh, countries. Icelandic today, however, is supposedly the most similar to Old Norse because of that being a pretty isolated island. Their language hasn't Ah. changed as much since the old days, uh, which is pretty cool. So if you want to just kind of get an idea of what Old Norse sounded like, go to Iceland, listen to the people there. It's (laughs) obviously not... Uh, it's, it's, it, obviously, it has changed since then, but not nearly as much as as the rest of the Scandinavian languages. So it's, that, that that's pretty cool.
1: Mm-hmm. It's good stuff.
0: Yeah, I I hope so. Um, but yeah, I I was just so happy that we you know that. Well, this we got backstory for her. This we, book, yeah, we it allowed us to backstory. get to know her better and and the backstory right. and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really appreciate her character now. I I love what we what we got and it I I yeah, she has become a character that I really, really enjoy. One of my favorite parts with her or no, I, I will say the like my, my, my number one favorite part with her, uh from this book. Or from the whole series so far, because obviously this book did her best so far. Mm-hmm. Uh my favorite one was really the very end when she knew that Garda was going to die from his injuries. And she you know, but she 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 stayed strong and she, she told him about their son and all of that kind of in order to, to let him pass on in peace. And yeah, I don't know that that whole scene and seeing her do that for him, even though it was really tough for her was, yeah, I, I'll say hands down my favorite moment for, for, from her so far.
1: Yeah. Holding Gardar in, in her, in her arms, like, at the last page was kind kind of got me choked up a little bit. Um, yeah. I don't care so much for Gardar. I mean, I I feel I sympathize for all he's been through and you know, as a slave and everything, but he's mm. not like a character that I, you know that I got really attached to. But Unheid mm. and I, I guess I can't say I'm attached to her, but I I just sympathize and feel for all the crap she's had to go through. Yeah. Um in becoming a slave and losing her child and yeah. you know, on top of all that now she bears the the child of Kentel uh, kettle yes <laughs> uh, yeah and it's there's so much tragedy going on with her life so you, you really feel for her here
0: really really yeah i'm i'm also i'm i'm excited to see kind of what comes of the whole well the deal well well yeah that that she's pregnant with kettle's child like cuz i imagine I imagine some interesting drama could come from that, especially considering, like, well, the position that she's in at the very end of this book, uh, mm-hmm. where, yeah, she's, well, yeah, she's about to be taken by by the guests, and, I mean, they, they're not going to kill her, but they're going to at least tie her up or something, I, I imagine.
1: You don't think she loses the child, do you?
0: I mean, I, well, I, I, I could imagine several reasons, as to why she might.
1: Like add add more tragedy upon tragedy. <laughs> right,
0: yeah, yeah. Like true, yeah. yeah th- that's definitely one thing that could happen. But but also well, for example, Kettle's wife, I don't know, does she know about it? If she finds out, what wh- how she how's she gonna react? Uh fair <laughs> like point. stuff like I, that.
1: For some reason it, it makes me feel that Kettle wants the child. Like she specifically mentioned that Kettle mm. wanted that. Yeah. So unless he he's keeping it secret from his wife, which is possible, but mm. but how do you keep that secret from 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 your wife? Eventually, she's gonna find out <laughs>
0: at some point. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so and, and and maybe that point is now, but it also I also got the feeling that maybe she was aware, or that you know everyone was aware. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe, yeah, maybe I'm wrong, and maybe she will be. You know, she will feel the scorn of Ketel's wife, the old the old bag, <laughs> whatever. Right. <laughs> Whatever snake calls her. Yeah, right. Her. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, you were mentioning the the part of the book that you liked the most for her. Mm. For me, it was the point where she was telling about her her backstory and saying, you know, I wish he would have weathered the storm. Mm. Um and that sometimes it's best just to ignore it. But then she kind of goes against what she was saying and mm. and goes to this the man who has become a storm. Right. Um <laughs> but I, I, I like that because it kind of, it just kind of showed that she still loved this man. Mm. Um, and he, at the same time, you're in for her old, old life, of course. Um, so it it just kind of made it, made her character uh, more complex. And I also think she told that story to Einar A- 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 because uh, wanted to keep him out of it. You know, it's not, his problem, it's her problem. Um, and not, not in a mean kind of way, but kind of a try to keep him and everyone else safe.
2: Yeah.
0: Arnheid was great, this book. Absolutely. Moving on. Well, I think I want to talk about Gardar next because we just talked about Arnheid. So after five years, a slave, he, he killed his master and ran away to reunite with his wife and child. And man, just... Like, what a tragic story he had. Uh, yeah. And, like, short from our perspective. Like, it was all told in this in this book. Mm-mm. But, damn. So tragic.
1: For sure. And I, I can't imagine he had a great life as a slave. Um, um. I mean, I don't think you could argue any of these people have had great lives. But mm. it's definitely... A difference between how Kettle treats his slaves versus uh whoever I forget the name of the of Gardar's master but yeah yeah. Um yeah, it was it, it drove him to madness. Mm-hmm. Um I, I don't think the madness necessarily started when he went to battle or, you know, got, became a slave. It 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 gradually happened because of how he was treated, I believe.
0: I can imagine that, yeah. And, and yeah, I think you're right. You know, Ketil, while I think it is bad in and of itself that he had, that he you know is is a slave owner, he uh-huh. he has got to be better than most slave owners as far as you know how he treats the slaves. Right. Um, I'm quite sure. Um, but I think I actually think Garter had a a similar journey as Thorfinn in some ways. Well, at least in in the sense that they both. In, the, in, in their past they would they would gladly venture into battle. But after spending hmm. time as slaves, they came to understand how valuable peace is. I think they both had that journey. because um, we 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 learned at the very end of of Gardar's life how, you know, he didn't want their son to become a Viking or become a warrior. Uh you know, he, he wanted to he, it, see, it, at least the vibe I got was that he very much wanted to embrace more of a pacifist kind of lifestyle from that point on, and you know, be a family man, be with his wife and child.
1: Yeah, no, it definitely, it definitely how it concludes. I feel.
0: Hmm. So I thought it, I thought it was interesting with that in mind to to see, I guess, what could have become potentially of Thorfinn if he had. Well, if he had ended up in different circumstances and stuff like that, perhaps. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as I said, he was a slave for five years, or at least yeah, because their son was one one day. Well, when sh- right when shit hit the fan, and mm-hmm. then now he was supposed to well he was supposed to have been six years old. Now, so he he was a slave for five years, but he felt like it was more like seven or eight years uh had passed so like yeah that, and i think that just goes to show how well how bad everything was for him to feel like it had been much longer of a time than it actually had been
1: well like you mentioned he says that he um wished he would have stayed with you know his son and and uh his his wife so that's great and all but would that have made a difference like if Maybe they wouldn't have been separated through slavery, but I'm pretty sure they would have. But like, if let's say he was the only one, that Gardner was the only one to stay there, and then the rest of the men went.
0: Well, and then, well, yeah. If he was the like, only would one, would he
1: been able to? Would he been able to protect? I guess if they had decided not to bother, like the entire village, not to bother. Right. Then okay, that makes sense.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's yeah, yeah. But no, you're right. If if he if he had been the only I guess man to stay, then yeah, it wouldn't have made much of a difference. But if everyone had stayed, I think I think they would have had a good chance because I'm pretty sure it's easier to de- to defend than to attack.
1: But There was a lot of uh, gory scenes evolving with him. Like there's been uh-huh. gore in this series. Uh, this one was just, just particularly gory, at least in my recollection. It just when he when you first see him and he kills the slave family. Yeah, there's some pretty grotesque stuff. Yeah. Like brains coming out kind of thing. <laughs> like, ah. Um, and then he bites the neck off the, the one of the guards. Yeah. Or, or, or the guest or whatever like Ugh. that was that was no 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 fun. <laughs> yeah, so so <laughs> gross stuff, but uh definitely the I guess consequences <laughs> of oh, of everyone's actions per se. Yeah. And also just, uh, Garter's messed up mind at, at the time.
2: Right.
0: I mean, I, I can't blame him. I I don't think, I feel, I don't think I can blame him. He was mistreated for five years straight and he had enough of it, you know?
1: I mean, yeah. The fact he lost his mind, like, yeah, I mean, that's, that is, but I also don't want to say like, you know, killing people, is the okay thing to do no. I don't know
0: well, if it's the only well well he if 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 killing it you're right like, that is the to be only the only way, way to... to you know attain a life again well, yeah, but yes it's it's uh difficult i
1: mean it's obviously goes down to like philosophical mm-hmm. uh kind of uh discussions, i think or you know yes what not, but uh either way. He did what he did, and he was dang crazy, in my, in my opinion. <laughs>
0: I mean, I guess, I guess, like that, that is true. Uh, I did. I really enjoyed his character, though, for for the little uh, time that he had. But moving on to Aenar next.
1: So does this sink the Aenar hate ship? Like, is that? <laughs> Is there just no chance of that ever happening
0: <laughs> I don't think it's completely sunk. It is pretty clear that he he is infatuated with Arnheid. Mm-hmm. It, it has been since the previous book, or well no since the end of book four even but then when when Garda arrived and it, it became clear kind of what he was to her, Einar only wanted to help Arnhade because Absolutely. you know he wanted her to to be happy and. Yeah. You know, so I guess with that in mind I can see why this the the ship might be sunk. Uh and, and or like and I, I appreciate that this this side of Aynor. Like yeah. it, it's very mature.
2: Um Agreed. However Well seeing as as Garter is dead now, mm-hmm.
0: you know. She's available. <laughs> uh, no no, no, it's like but yeah, I don't know. I mean to me In the previous book, it definitely seemed like she had some kind of interest in him as well. So I I don't think it's just a one-sided affection. So obviously, I wouldn't expect anything to happen right away. But if they do get enough time, which definitely isn't a certainty, considering what's going on right now. But if they do get enough time, then maybe I think there's a pretty good chance that they could become a thing.
1: You're right. I, I think the other reason why I would, you know, worry about that kind of stuff is uh she's pregnant with Kettle's child. Mm-hmm. Um and so on top of the fact that she was running away with her husband, you know, it just kind of made the whole situation hard for that, I guess, ship, if you will. Or Fair. at least uh you know his hope. But mm-hmm. no, I think you're right that uh there's still chance for that to grow and we don't know exactly uh what's going to go down you know will they be you know they being kettle and on would they be able to uh raise the child hmm. um or does Einar have to become the foster father for the child or is is, is she not going to be able to give birth uh right. there's a lot well, of yeah a lot of <laughs> ifs i guess it
2: really I, 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 I
1: kind of hope it doesn't doesn't come to that that seems just too much for the poor woman. But yeah, um, you know, <sighs> you mentioned that Einar was mature for how he behaved mm. during the you know the whole situation, trying to get her free and whatnot. I feel like Ketzel. I don't know. would Ketzel have acted the same way. Probably not. Like he's pretty, you know, he's pretty a coward. Pretty much a coward. We we've established that. But right, would he have? taken the whole you know her running away with her former husband
0: oh no i don't her, think so at husband,
1: all. I, I don't think he would have taken that well no at all i mean ne- yeah no for sure so it just i mean right now there's you know bigger things on the horizon but it i just wonder in the next book is how is that going to go down and and, mm-hmm. and all that all that jazz but anyway
0: yes yeah definitely definitely looking forward to kettle's return to the farm cuz there there's a lot to kind of get sorted out once he does get there once he once he does get back it's you're right it's the whole thing obviously with with the garter but there's also well Thorfinn's and anar's involvements in everything that's been going on, which, yep. well, depending on how Kettle kind of judges them, he might not actually give them the freedom that he had said that he would give them. So, yeah, that could all be difficult.
1: That, that's true, too. How, but how much time are they going to have to even touch on that?
0: Yeah, you I know? think they'll have three days. Um, at least that's what I think, because uh, Knut had to wait three days for the Jomsvikings. To assemble. that's right um, so Point. if they sail at the same speed, they will have three days before um like f- from Kettle arriving
2: until Knut arriving, I think
1: maybe he won't grant them their freedom because he because he's so fearful about we're jumping the gun on this, but maybe <laughs> maybe he's he's so fearful because it, the army is coming upon them, and mm. so he's like, no, I can't have you free, I need you here right uh. You have, to, you have to work for me, kind of a thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, either that or he's upset that they basically betrayed him.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, so th- th-
0: there is a lot of ways he could go. Uh, so yeah, just a lot of reasons to look forward to the next book. But let us actually talk about Leif Erikson next. So it's good to see he's back again. He's yeah. back. <laughs> he's been making these little appearances here and there, like kind of throughout. But... Again he's back and he's still looking for Thorfinn even after three more years. And he has an adopted son named Thorfinn. (laughs) That was really funny. Uh,
1: Bug eyes.
0: Bug eyes,
1: yes. (laughs) That's yeah, Uh, it's hilarious. Yeah. He basically freed someone just out of word of mouth and (laughs) Nope. It was
0: Yeah. Close but not close enough. (laughs) <laughs> uh <laughs> but i i am i'm excited to see that you know leif get reunited with thorfinn in the next book because i'm assuming they're going to meet again in the next book yeah seems pretty safe to say because you know like in this in this book like these two volumes like there was so much shit that happened so much misery and just drama and things mm. as we as we've talked about how there's so many different ways that things can go wrong from now on out like and, yeah, just a lot of bad things. But Leif Erikson was like this little kind of oasis of hope, I felt, in this book here. Uh, his kind of reintroduction, as well as the fact that he is on his way to Thorfinn now, is like this little little spark of, of hope, of light. Mm-hmm. So I, I appreciate that.
1: So is Thorfinn, too, just... Uh a joke character at this point uh, do you think you'll have anything to provide
0: Ooh, i <laughs> i i just assumed he was yeah as he said gonna be a little more like a joke character perhaps but who knows just going out to people calling them you
1: dunderheaded ninny
0: <laughs> i did not expect well for example i didn't expect Mar to get as much depth as he got in this yeah volume yeah like in That's the previous true. one, so who knows? I guess about You're right. Thorfinn 2. <laughs> who knows? Well, wh- what do you think?
1: Oh, um, I it depends on if Thorfinn 2 is on the ship, uh, currently with uh, Leif and and. Oh yeah, did Kendall we
0: see? Family. Did we see him there? I don't remember if we saw him there. I don't remember either. He might not have uh, been there. Because know... if he's not
1: there, then I don't think he played play much of a role.
0: Right. The other guy, like the black-haired guy, though, was there. Um, like, the guy that we saw, that we've seen before with, with uh, Leif.
1: Is that his son? Like, his actual son?
0: It's either that or... Son- well, I can't remember. It might have been established, like, back in Volume 3 or 4, or Book 3 or 4. But I can't remember if... I feel like there was some kind of point made out of that if it was, whether it was his actual son or if it was another kind of adoption type deal I don't remember
1: yeah i can't I can't see Thorfinn too, but maybe he's mm. maybe he's still on the ship I don't know maybe he's uh, also in one of the barrels <laughs> yeah, who knows yeah it's it's a good good question I'm not entirely sure, but he does seem like a a character that could be interesting potentially um or just just nothing at all right i'm totally fine with
0: yeah we shall see we shall see okay then moving on to kettle next
1: so you had a bad day (laughs) day. (laughs) i just just feels like everything has been going wrong for this this man does the worst trip ever
2: (laughs) yes
0: Definitely. Yeah, it started off bad, and it ended off even worse.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. At least it seems like he's at least going to make it back to the farm, all right? Because that that was something I, I was fearing, you know, when he... At the beginning of this book, he left the farm to go to Yelling, and I was like, okay... Something's gonna happen. He's not gonna come back, <laughs> and, uh-huh. and and so mm-hmm. uh, Thorfinn and Inner won't get their freedom because they need him to come back to free them. Kind of. Mm. That was kind of my thought then, but it does seem like he will come back now. So I guess there is a little bit of hope. But mm, since Knut and uh, well, since Knut is following, he yeah, things aren't looking good.
1: Yeah, there's not a whole lot of moment for respite. You know, it's like they get there and they i guess it takes care of some affairs but then what they they fortify themselves or they just get the heck out of there uh, yeah i don't know
0: yeah it'll be really interesting to see how they deal with all of that
1: right yeah exactly hmm. but i guess speaking of, of his journey um he tries to offer tribute to king harold i believe it was his name right
0: uh, um or he had or done no. that before
1: Right. Well, he but he, but he he tried to do that. Oh, on ah. his trip. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Harold Her- Her- died. That's right. So he changed his plans. Okay, we'll we'll do it to Knut. That that'll work out, right? <laughs> um, I, I I mean he gave him the offering, but I think it just made him. We we're like, okay, now I know who I'm gonna who I'm gonna take from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, bad Knut. so then you know it just all went downhill from there with his. Sons causing chaos and whatnot.
0: Oh yes, <laughs> which wasn't really their fault, you know. Um, it was kind I, of masterminded. I will put some of the
1: blame. Yeah, by, well, you're right. You
0: know, by, by Knut and, and Wolf.
1: You're right. I, I do think Thorgil went overboard big time.
0: Well, yes, <laughs> that's but fair. That's fair.
1: <laughs> it was. It yes, it was set up to, uh, yeah, um, put the blame on Kettle.
2: Yeah. Yep. Uh,
0: Anything else on Kittle specifically? No. Then let's talk about Olmar next. He's still no swordsman. (laughs) No. (laughs) After these three years that have passed. But he does Um,
1: finally kill a man. And I think he regrets it.
0: Yeah. Right, right. I definitely also got that feeling from that. He seems to be really deep in thought. That last time Mm -hmm. we see him in this book, when he's on Leif's ship. And, like, he's just... Like... I don't know, his face is just different from how we've seen it before. And he's, I don't think he says anything throughout that whole, well, it's not a long scene, but he, he does stay silent, I think, throughout it. And he just, yeah, he seems to be thinking and he seems to be changing, right. perhaps. I, at least I could imagine.
1: I get that same feeling. I, I hope there's a significant change in, in him. You mm-hmm. know, maybe, you know, this would be kind of crazy. Maybe he joins Thorfinn. On his quest to create a peaceful village, you know, in Vinland or something like that. That seems kind of crazy, but I don't know. Like, yeah, actually, I if, really, if I he like want to that. run away from the battle, uh-huh. and if he has a true change of heart, then maybe that's the place where he needs to go. Yeah, I don't know if Ketzel joins him or not. Uh, I really don't know what's going to happen to Ketzel, but Omar, <laughs> I, I kind of, I, I'm kind of uh, curious, and I want, I, maybe I do want to see him go with Orphan.
0: Right. Actually, I yeah, I de- I definitely like that idea, and I could see well since, since at this point, he seems to have or at least he's in the process of coming to terms with the fact that he's not going to be a warrior. I think, and yeah, he has been very adamant about not wanting to run the farm. Sure, he might change his mind and perhaps he will want to do that again in the future or want to do that in the future. I mean, but. I, uh...
1: I don't you know, know if he can run the farm <laughs> with with the but that's going down I mean I don't know I don't oh, know uh,
0: true yeah that that's true the whole, the farm might get taken over, probably not
1: like I don't know exactly how they take it over. do they keep the people working or do they put new people yeah in, in i don't know anyway uh yes i i understand what you're talking about, yeah, so yeah
0: so basically if he's neither gonna be a warrior nor a farmer, then yeah, going with forfin once. Once they get out of this, however they get out of this, uh, I think it'd be a fun or an interesting development. And I think, I think he he has well, there are similarities with him and Thorfinn, uh, you know, and how they've both wanted to be warriors, but perhaps understood that that's not the way to go.
1: And Omar has the you know a girl back home that I don't know if he's still seeing, but you know maybe they could ha- start a family, and that that could be you know how they. Hmm.
2: Uh,
1: Grow into a village or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I wonder. spitting out ideas. At this three point. <laughs> years have passed, and their their thing seemed kind of shaky. Three years ago, who knows if they're still together, or mm-hmm. whatever. If they even were together, together to begin with, I don't know.
1: Well, they definitely weren't married. That that's for sure.
0: No. Yeah. That, that, uh, absolutely. Uh, and he was only seventeen back then. But anyway, anything else on him? No. I don't have anything on Thorgil. Do you?
1: Other than the fact that. I, I feel like the man is pretty bloodlust, thirsty, crazy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, not not like uh, Gardar, who was obviously uh, dealing with a lot of mental issues. I think Thorgill is just a, a very bloodthirsty man who has no sense of, I guess, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but doesn't really have a... a Anything to hold him back when it comes to violence. Um, oh yes. But uh, he's really happy uh, to have this new enemy. Yeah. <laughs> which is disturbing, and it reminds kind of kind of reminds me of Thorkel. Uh, and uh, it's, well, who would win in a <laughs> fight between those two? I, I'm sure Thorkel would, right? Is that is that fair to say?
0: My money's on Thorkel. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I do. am <I'm> there too.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but at least, you know, even though he is awful, it's still ca- it, it still feels kind of good to know that he's, you know, on his family's side. You know, he's there yes, to, I am glad about to that. protect yeah. his, his brother and father, you know. and Like,
1: even when his dad is hiding in the barrel, he's just like, right, dad, it's gonna be okay. Yeah. Oh, get out of the barrel. Come on. Like, you know, it, <laughs> you know, I, it was kind of like father, son, wholesome. Kind yeah, of. Th- totally. Yeah. <laughs> um... But still, yeah, it's I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be so put off by him massacring you know the six people, but there was a five, uh, I can't remember how many it was.
0: Well, regardless. I mean, yeah, he is he 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 yeah, it was too much. He 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 went too far.
1: But that's all I have on that. Cool,
0: then let's talk
1: about Knut next.
0: Woohoo. An interesting little thing that we learned here to start was how it seems like his brother Harold never really Try to compete with Knut, and like they, I know, you know, and that was so so interesting to learn that the brothers themselves, at least in the past, had never really been in conflict with e- with each other. It was more so like the people taking their sides
1: yeah. caused
0: the whole conflict. So that was that was a really interesting kind of, I guess, twist that we got here. Honestly,
1: it kind of wrecked my world because I was totally <laughs> expecting there to be England versus Denmark, go, rah, <laughs> kind of a, yeah. a situation, but it never happened and, and canoe was like i'm not going to let that happen <laughs> like, oh yeah right you know? <laughs> yeah uh so you know on top of the fact that they supposedly had great relationship go- growing up uh canoe was just like yeah you know whatever i'm i'm no longer a child and and mm-hmm. poisons him to death to make sure the kingdom doesn't uh fall into pieces or anything like that yeah wow um yeah so so much to uh, take in, in there. Uh, I guess but just real quick. I I want to say that, I I I guess I was totally wrong about, uh, well not just that, but when we see Canute again, because I think I think we were talking last time. I was like, oh, you know, maybe not not until later on in in this book, if that. I I wouldn't be surprised if it's like two books later.
2: Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 But
1: no, nope, it's like the very first chapter. Here we are, <laughs> Canute. I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> well. <laughs> take a L on that one. Well, <laughs> but no, I'm really glad we we got what we got. And it's just so fascinating to see his, I'd argue, descent mm-hmm. um, into just being more ruthless, yes. conniving um, all to get the thing that he desires, his, his paradise.
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: And it's, it's almost, you know, having righteous desires, but, trying to reach those desires through any wicked means. And I, yeah, I still love canoe and I think he's my favorite character still. Okay. um, Because of just how complicated and twisted he is right now. Mm. And I, I love his conversations with his, you know, imaginary uh, headless dad. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's hilarious and thought provoking and great. And, um, mm. Just his mindset right now is fascinating.
0: Yeah, yeah, really. Getting to see that in this book, really, like, made it more interesting because you understand how on the inside he's a total wreck, but he he does a pretty good job uh, of you know looking strong and collected on the outside. Right.
1: Um, I think he's convincing himself that he's totally fine. He's got all this. You know, you, yeah. he puts the crown on. He's like, this is nothing. Right. You know, I got this. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's trying to fool himself.
0: Okay. Yeah. But I, I wonder or well yeah, I I I feel pretty confident kind of about that this well, descent as you said. I think he it's going to con- going to continue uh this way for him. Yeah. Uh, and I I I don't really see it changing direction. Um so I'm I'm just oh, e- excited to kind of see how far is he going to go eventually like how uh, well bad is he going to get? <laughs>
1: Jeez, man, it's crazy. Oh, that's crazy because <laughs> you know you see him at at the end of book four and you know, taking the place of, of his father, and, mm. and you kind of get the feeling that maybe he would act actually fight against the will of the crown, you know, and and be able right. to get past all that. But now we're at this moment, and it's like you know maybe he is really, or it, well, it surely does look like he's succumbing to that power and yeah and that curse yeah so yeah and oh,
0: uh, also he seems to be very aware of his similarities to his father mm, that's um, true too you know mm-hmm. so that's also interesting that he knows he knows it but still he keeps he keeps going yeah and also the whole thing about like yeah he he has this this dream or this goal of creating like a paradise on earth
2: uh-huh
0: and he says he's doing everything in the name of that, kind of. And I, I don't think it's entirely false. However, I also do think... Because there was a point in the book where it kind of implied that... It was also in order to... Well, to gain more power and become the like the Lord of the North Seas, kind of. Hmm. I, think, I think that also plays a part of it. It is kind of part of the, the Curse of the Crown. And how that has changed him as well. Like... I don't know. He he keeps saying he wants to create the paradise, but I, I I fear that he might drift away from that kind of more and more kind of slowly, perhaps, into just wanting more power, more territory, more wealth.
1: Right. It it could be the lies that he's telling himself, you know, just mm. it, oh, or kind of justifying it. Right. I'm, just, I'm doing it for this, but you know, in reality, he's craving more and more power. Yeah. Uh, So we kind of touched on this earlier, but I just want to put it in this frame. Mm. We see another foil to Thorfinn as Thorfinn embraces his way of a true warrior, you know, the way of a pacifist
2: Mm.
1: canoe embraces the ruthlessness and violence of the crown for his paradise. They're both fighting for their visions of paradise but they're going in totally opposite directions.
0: Yeah, right. It's, it's great.
1: And I, yeah, I love it. it oh, gosh. Like, <laughs> honestly, after this book, I, I, was, I was really strongly considering putting Vinland Saga in probably my top five manga. And may, who knows? It may, it may become one of my favorites, depending on how it ends. But it is right. so good, in my opinion. Nice. Actually, I would
0: say it is it, it is probably my number five in, as far as, like, my manga... My favorite manga list goes. So it, it is like, yeah, it, it has made my, my top five list just barely.
1: I'm glad we're on the same wavelength. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, now he is going to go with uh, about 100 men to Kettle's farm. And uh, To
1: avoid taxing the people. Like, you know, it's, yeah, for, it's, it's to for, avoid to make them mad.
0: It's for the good of the kingdom. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. So long as your goals are noble, mm-hmm. your means are beyond reproach. Man. Oh man, it's gonna be, this is going to be great. Can't right? wait for the next book. <laughs> it is.
0: Uh, any, anything else on Knut, by the way?
1: I don't think I have anything else.
0: All right. Then, a little bit on Wolf. Yeah. The guy... Well, he... He had been working for Harald before, right? I think was implied. I assume so. Um, At least
1: he was in in Yelling.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. But so yeah, now, now he's, he seems to have taking on kind of the role of, of kind of an, I guess, advisor of sorts or, or no, oh. no. Like he's kind of captain of the guard or something or whatever he is. I don't know. At least. Yeah. He, what? he's working under Knut. Uh, and well, he seems to have a thing for Knut's sister, Estrid. I have no, like, maybe that's <laughs> never going to ever come back again. Maybe <laughs> neither of those two characters are ever going to be in the story again, uh, who but knows? That, that's just something i took note of because who, yeah, who knows? Um. <laughs>
1: it's funny. It's funny. Yeah. 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 Will Estrid ever come back? I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> are we ever are we ever gonna go back to the capital again? Unless you know Canute goes back. I, I guess if Canute's there, then maybe. But right. Will Thorfinn, and whatever happens with his story, will that ever need to go to the the capital? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm not so sure.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Not necessarily, I wouldn't say. Since since now everyone's supposedly going to Kettle's Farm,
1: right? So yeah, so,
0: mm.
1: I don't know. Maybe that maybe they're just side characters, right? Unless they're... unless I mean... Wolf does go with Canoe, to I think he will. Wait, is Canoe is Canoe actually going to the farm? Have we have we established that, or is that is he just? Summoning the Joms Vikings.
0: I think it was implied that Knut and Wolf and 30 of Wolf's men plus 70 Jomsvikings. Right, 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 right. Including, right, right. including okay. um, Floki. They're all going. So...
1: Oh, we're getting Floki. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah,
0: Floki's coming back. Uh, by the way, was Finally. that... Was that all of the characters for this book? Yes. I okay. I a
1: couple I want to mention, but there's more er, prediction stuff.
0: Cool, yeah, but yes, then let's talk about Predictions. And I think as we were kind of already going on about, like, the next book, Mm -hmm. it really feels like it's going to be a big one. It seems like a lot of the main characters from throughout the story so far are going to gather at the farm in the next, Mm -hmm. well, in the next two volumes, the next book. And it's, it just makes it feel really exciting because on one side we have, you know, we have Ketil, Thorgil, Olmar, Leif, I guess is kind of on their side, kind of, (laughs) plus his comp, his crew or whatever. Uh, we have Snake. If he's alive, he's probably alive.
1: Oh, right? I think he's alive. I, I, I think just I, th- get unconscious. I
0: think I, yeah, right. I think so too. Uh, yeah, Snake and and the rest of the guests. Like we have like that whole side, and then the other side we got King Knut, Wolf, Floki, and about a hundred other men, coming, over there, and then Thorfinn and Einar. Aren't necessarily on on a side. But I think if they were to take a side, they would have to side with, well, with a farm. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: For sure. Uh, yeah, there's so many potential because if Floki's there, then maybe they finally get, or, or Thorfinn finally finds the man who is behind mm. uh, his father's death. Right. And it would be so fascinating to see how he comes to terms with that now. Um, and, you know, maybe he kind of have a slip up in some way. I don't know. I ho- Actually, I kind of hope he doesn't have a slip up. I hope... He takes it uh, hard, but also he's able to get over that. But anyway, I, I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to yeah. go, if Yukimura's going to go that route with, with the story or not.
0: Right. I just wonder how Thorfinn is going to ever find out that Floki was, I guess, ultimately the cause of his dad's death. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It
1: would, yeah, it would definitely have to come from Floki himself. Um, right. Either he recognizes. Thorfin some, somehow, some way, hmm. um, yeah. or pff, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how else it would, it would be brought up. Hmm. Um, another character that I think could maybe join the fray, hmm? uh, Thorkel.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He wasn't at all in this book, and I was wondering, kind of, well, what's going to happen there? I don't see really how he would. End up at the farm,
1: like like maybe he joins because he see, because he sees there's action, so he decides <laughs> to go. Ah, uh, well, uh, I mean, yeah, and I don't think he's too keen on on what Canute is doing in general. So this could be a great way to have Thorkel and again mm. Thorfinn meet up, and maybe uh, maybe <laughs> Thorfinn is able to convince him of his way of the warrior. You know, um, yeah. Oh, like a True Way Warrior, and maybe he goes with Thorfinn. If, I mean, I assuming eventually goes to Vinland, maybe
0: with Thorkel. Uh, but Ooh.
1: yeah, wouldn't that be interesting? That would but, that, that would be course, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Thorkel would much prefer, at least right now, would much prefer dying on the battlefield. So, who knows?
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are some interesting, I guess, ideas as to where his character might go. I mean, at least the the thing that was was kind of. I guess built up in the previous book about well his his dislike for Knut that's mm-hmm. got to at least at some point you know become relevant again I feel. Right? I'm just not sure if it's going to happen this soon or I I don't know. Hmm. Or, or well there has been time has passed. We we don't know when like when we saw him last time. I guess it might have been also in in 1018 but we don't I don't remember exactly if that little little scene we got was in that year or if it was maybe a little bit before but we don't know exactly what his life has been like over the past three years um right or the past like four years maybe even so like what if he ended up rejoining the yoms vikings
1: yoms vikings yeah
0: and if he did then yeah he definitely has a really good chance of actually yeah coming to the farm with them so yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I like this idea actually. Now,
1: <laughs> I mean, we'll see. I, I think it, it could be a good way to bring him back into the story, mm-hmm. um, versus just him appearing in, at at the castle or kingdom, whatever they call it, mm. yelling. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So. For sure. At, at the very least, I, I I I'm very interested to to hear what opinion what opinions Thorkill has about Knut right now. Mm. um yes and also what how he will take or when he sees thorfinn what his views on it because before mm. he was like oh, you don't know what the way of the warrior like you're not like your father at all but right. now like surely he could see his father in him i, I think
0: would, so I right yeah at, at least yeah at least the way his father was by the end of the yeah. time that he knew thorkel for sure right. yeah yeah really really exciting I have one last little small probably completely oh. pointless thing <laughs> as go for it. It's not really a prediction it's more like I want I I wonder if we'll see this character again. It's the guy, the guy who was just really crazy good at flipping a coin onto things.
1: That yeah. Like that into was into sick. that guy's
0: eye and also like at some butterflies. Uh. Uh-huh. I wonder if are we gonna see are we gonna see is he, is he gonna come back? <laughs> he was kind of quirky. I like dude, you're cool. <laughs> like that. That was I mean, It's a sick move. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Are we gonna see him again? I have no idea. Maybe maybe he's among the thirty men that um that Wolf is bringing because it seemed like he was working for Wolf. Like he was one of Wolf's guys. Uh, True. It seemed like so maybe he will be one of the men that come to the farm.
2: Yeah.
0: And he he'll bring his coins with him. As weapons, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's all I had. Uh,
1: Svirkel. I wonder. He's so close on his deathbed. Right. Uh, I you know wonder if he'll make it past the next book. Mm. Um, it all it really depends. And then also, I want to see him and Snake's relationship. Yes. Uh, where it kind of started, uh, because Svirkel literally offers him his farm mm-hmm. at least his his section of the farm uh to snake I and mean, you don't do that unless you have a close connection with someone and yeah he was reading the bible for him and that's that's great and all but i don't know i feel like there should be a little bit more to it than that
0: i think so as well yeah they even though it's been like they both kind of played off us it's not a big deal i feel like they're relationship That's has, definitely in like, character
1: for them. Right, exactly
0: know? right. Exactly. So it seems like there is more. Yeah, there's more of a bond between them than either of them want to admit.
1: Yeah, and then lastly, just I guess I don't know. It's it's hard. I had because I was typing this down. I was like, how do I how do I express this? Oh, where do they go from here? Like you have this entire potential battle that happens. Do they run away? And if so, where? Um, do they go to a, a different part of Denmark? Do they try to run away to England? Hmm. Does Dorfing go with Leif and they go to Iceland? Um, I don't know, but it'll be fun to find out. And I don't know if it's gonna happen in the next book or not, but we shall see.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whether they end up retreating or if they end up. Fighting to the death, or if they end up fighting and winning like uh
1: <laughs> that would be interesting <laughs> like honestly of all the of all the uh possibilities, I find them actually beating back the king's men not to not not very possible yeah uh, like
0: yeah, statistically, it seems yeah since they're bringing right like a hundred men or a hundred like hundred and two or whatever uh
1: and, yeah,
0: although. They have a lot of very capable fighters on the farm. true. You know,
1: I think it's you know enough to escape. I think that's fair. Hmm. Mm. Uh, I also wonder if Ketzel's gonna live. I, I, ah. I don't know.
0: Right. Right. That's fair.
1: <laughs> like, what what does invading of of someone's farmland involve? You know, and taking it as royalty property. Um, does it, do you have to kill the previous owner? I don't know can't wait to find
0: out um, yeah yeah same same I'm again as I said at the beginning this book has left me definitely the most excited uh, you know that, that I have been after one of these books so far so I'm yeah can't, can't wait to read book seven same <sighs> so do you have any closing thoughts or words
1: no no uh, I love I love the direction where the story is going yes did.
0: for sure for sure well then If you enjoy our content, you can follow us on Twitter, at Umami Manga, and it would be lovely if you'd like to support us by either rating our show on the podcast platforms or subscribing to our channel, Umami Manga, on YouTube. If you liked this episode, please share it with anyone you think might enjoy it, too. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time when we'll talk about Volumes 13 and 14. Bye-bye.
1: See you later. Oh, that's all i have on arnheide arnheide dang it yep <laughs> it's so it's so funny because i'm in my head i'm like say say arnheide no <laughs> arnheide
0: <laughs> yeah it's the same sound as ainar and i know Le- i keep telling myself that Leith. when i
1: read the book yeah yeah but for some reason my butt is like no hide <laughs> why
0: yeah I know I said, I, I think I accidentally said, said Arnheid as well last time at some point.
1: Arnheid will be my, dang it, Arnheid will be my greatest, I was like, say Arnheid, say Arnheid.
0: This, this is a meme she, now.
1: She will be my greatest nemesis. Oh, yes. The name. <laughs>